Welcome to the As Is Sis podcast, a place for women of all sizes, shades, and imperfections. Our goal is to embrace the movement of perfectly made and as is, period. Our personal talks could get a bit deep, spicy, and real because our Lord and Creator meant us to be that way. Our purpose is to encourage all women to find the beauty beyond the skin while reflecting on our lives as is through discussions, funny stories, and serious topics. And just by clicking subscribe, you'll be welcomed into our sisterhood and help us redefine the idea of as is, sis. Now here's your as is host, Michaela. Hey sis, thanks for tuning in today. Today I want to cover a topic that really highlights that our bodies are temples. And I want to share a bit of my story, which if you've tuned in in the past, you know about. Um, If you haven't, I encourage you to go check out my earlier episodes. Um, But part of my journey really was related to food. And so today I want to talk about my experience with intuitive eating, and I pray that it brings you some encouragement and some freedom um, in your walk with food. So let's start off with some prayer. Lord, um, I ask that you bless this time that we share together. I pray that you speak through me and that you use um, my experiences to bring others healing and freedom from whatever they're walking through and struggling with. Um, And today, specifically, as we focus on food and our body image, Lord, I ask that you just, you be a chain breaker and that you help just bring freedom um, from the control that food has over these women's lives. I pray that you um, help them see that their body is a temple meant to glorify you and that it has inherent value because you are the creator of it. Amen. All right. As I mentioned, um, intuitive eating is a big part of my walk. Uh, If I rewind a little bit, I would say from a really young age, I struggled with food. And I think a lot of that has to do with society, with our family, um, our relationship with food, and sometimes even um, genetics. But my family just loves food. We plan events around food. We talk about food while we're eating. We plan trips around food. So there's just this love for food. And I think there is an element of that that can be healthy. You know, there's such memories that bring us back to certain times that we can experience around food. And um, the Lord created food to, to sustain us. And we often see Jesus breaking bread and drinking wine with the disciples. And so Um, food is a good thing, but when it becomes an idol, it, uh, it takes away that, that value and, and becomes something that can deter us from our walk with Jesus. And when I was young, my parents really wanted to make sure that I was healthy and, um, not controlled by food. And they did it in the best way that they could is they, um, tried to help us be free from, unhealthy habits and obesity and um so they brought us to be essentially a, a kid weight watchers 
Um, and unfortunately, what that did was it caused this mistrust um, in knowing how to listen to my body. And so what was meant for um, a good thing, it really um, just started this unhealthy relationship with um, how I viewed my body, that I needed to change, that I needed to lose weight. And um, the enemy just held on to that and used that as something that he could hold over me. And that's what really sparked my struggle with body image and seeking out worldly things to feel like I was enough because I was just being sent these messages from society and from um, kid Weight Watchers that my size wasn't right, that I wasn't made in his image. And so thankfully, I've been able to combat that with his truth, with the truth of his word that I am beautifully and wonderfully made in his image and that he has every hair in my head numbered and I'm just chosen and loved and worthy, not because of how I look, but because of who my creator is. And um, so with that, um, I really uh, used food throughout my life as something that gave me comfort. And um, it was not until I started therapy that I really realized the hold that food had on my life and just the shame that I held around food. And it was a point in time that my therapist actually introduced me to intuitive eating, which was a game changer for me. So intuitive eating is all about listening to your body and not focusing on the new fad diet um, because diets, they come, they go. There's a new one. You lose the weight, then you gain it back. And honestly, your body goes through the cycle that um, is really unhealthy because of the ups and downs and it becomes harder to lose weight and um, it's just not sustainable. And so Intuitive eating introduced me to these 10 principles, which I'm just going to very highly uh, do a quick overview and gloss through these principles. But I want to encourage you, read the book, work through the workbook. That's really where I started to experience um, healing in my relationship with food. But the first principle is to reject the diet mentality. Throughout those books, um, that false hope of losing weight quickly, Um, get angry at the diet culture that promotes this weight loss because really it surrounds us. I don't think you can walk a day without having it thrown at you between commercials and what other people are doing. And um, it's just rejecting that mindset and and really learning how to discover uh, your ability to listen to your body intuitively and and hear what it needs from you. Um, The second principle is to honor your hunger. Our body biologically needs to be fed with energy and carbohydrates. Otherwise, we can start to trigger that primal drive to to overeat. Um, So when we honor our hunger, we're able to do it in a more moderate, conscious fashion Um, and allows us to really just rebuild that trust in ourselves and in food when we honor our hunger. And then the third principle is to make peace with food. Stop trying to fight food and just give yourself permission to eat. When you start to tell yourself you can't or shouldn't have a certain food, it leads to more intense feelings of wanting that food and having these uncontrollable cravings and often um, results in binging, which is something that I struggled with. And I hear women all the time, men too, honestly, that uh, they eat something unhealthy and they're like, well, I might as well just finish the whole bag and then it's not here to tempt me tomorrow. But 
thing is tomorrow there's a new bag of something, right? And so just this very unhealthy cycle um, where we just keep overeating and then have this overwhelming guilt that causes us then to what? Go seek comfort through food, <laughs> oftentimes. Um, the fourth principle is to challenge the food police and um, just say no to those thoughts in your head that declare a food good or bad. Um, the the food police is just this unreasonable rule that diet culture has created for us and it really just creates guilt. And by challenging the food police, we can start to return to our intuitive eating that's not labeling a, a food as good or bad that then makes us want the bad food more. And then the fifth principle is to discover the, the satisfaction factor, um, which is really just to overlook um, the the pleasure that we have sometimes we ha- we get caught up in forgetting that we can find satisfaction in, in the eating experience. And when we eat what we want and in the environment that's inviting, um, the pleasure will just create this powerful force in helping us feel satisfied and content. And creating this experience, we'll start to find that we can find just the right amount of food for us to decide that we've had enough. And so there's principles like um, where you eat and what your plate looks like and just a lot of psychological components behind it. The sixth principle is to feel your fullness. So in order for you to really feel fullness, you need to trust that you will give yourself the foods that you desire. So listening for the body signals that tell you that you're no longer hungry and observing the signs that show you that you're comfortably full. You can pause in the middle of eating and ask yourself, how does the food taste and how hungry are you now? When I was walking through this, I just realized how much I don't listen to my body. I just, I'm eating distracted. I'm just eating what's on my plate and everything that's there. Instead of checking in with myself and saying, have I had enough? Do I want more? Um, the, the seventh principle is to really cope with your emotions with kindness. So in this principle, you really have to recognize that any type of food restriction mentally or physically, it can trigger this like loss of control, which then makes it feel like emotional eating. So it's important to find ways to, to comfort and nurture, distract and resolve your issues, um, not through food, but Oftentimes, when we're experiencing anxiety or loneliness or boredom or anger, our emotions um, are the things that we get triggered uh, to find appeasement. And food doesn't fix any of these feelings, but it may comfort us for a short amount of time to distract us from the pain or numb us. Um, And when we eat in this way for an emotional hunger, typically it just makes us feel worse in the long run. So we have to go back to those emotions and and deal with the source of where they're coming from. But then remember that when we do resort back to that comfort eating, we can give ourselves kindness and say, you know what? One meal that I comfort myself in, in isn't going to change my my health, right? Like overall, I don't want to do that day in and day out, but I can give myself grace because overall I'm doing a much better job of in eating intuitively. Then the next principle, the eighth one, is to really just respect your body and accept the blueprint and the genes that you were given that the Lord gave you. And we all have 
different hair, different feet, different um, different height, different weight. We can't expect to all be the same. And it's something that's beautiful about how the Lord created us. None of us have the same fingerprint. None of us have the same appearance. We are masterpieces that the Lord has created. So just learning to respect all different bodies and, and respect our own. The ninth principle, and actually, let me go back for a second. I want to tell you that that chapter of really just accepting my body is why I'm here today. <laughs> I was going through this chapter in my intuitive eating workbook, and I was praying about the Lord to give me something that I could put my passions in. And for a second, I thought, okay, maybe I'm supposed to be a body positivity influencer and I can encourage women around this. And the Lord said, nope, that's not it. You already struggle struggle with um, feeling like you're enough and getting affirmations through Instagram and looking at your image and appearance. And so that's not where I want you to take this, but it's close, Michaela. I want you to help other women walk in the healing that I've helped you walk in and he just put on my heart, help them understand, help them know, help them know the truth that they are perfect as is. And that's where as is sis was born in my living room, going through principle number eight <laughs> to respect your body. And so I hope that encourages you. Um, principle number nine is movement and feeling the difference when you just get out and live an active lifestyle where you stop focusing on, oh, I ate this amount of calories, so now I need to burn them. Instead, it's about doing things that give you energy, that make you want to get out of bed and um, go outside in nature or go on a bike ride or do some yoga or walk the beach, whatever it is. For me, I find so much of my energy and joy and just love for my body when I get out and walk. I walk typically um, four miles a day and it's not for the calories, but it's for the quiet time that I have with the Lord. It's for the dolphins that I see on my walk. I live in the most beautiful area. I'm so thankful. God is so good. Um, and so it just gives me energy. And I find myself so awake after I um, go on my walk. And I feel strong. I think about doing exercises that remind me that I can carry a baby across a the city, or I can um, help an elderly woman with her groceries, right? I just try to give myself gratitude for the ways that my body moves me throughout my day. And then the 10th principle is just to honor your health and focus on general nutrition. So making food choices that honor your health, that honor your cravings and taste buds that make you feel good, um, and remembering that you don't have to eat perfectly to be healthy. You don't suddenly lose uh, your, all of your nutrients from one snack or one meal or one day of keeping. It's, it's consistency that really matters and, and progress over perfection. So these are the 10 principles that really just changed the game for me um, in my walk with food. And I will tell you, this is not something that happened overnight. There was a lot of wrestling with this and a lot of not really trusting myself at first because one of the things that they encourage you to do is to um, have the foods around that you struggle with and give yourself permission to eat them all and I was I didn't trust it at first it's like oh no I'm gonna I'm really gonna abuse this 
But over time, as I walk through the steps, I realize when I give myself permission to eat these foods, I find myself not craving them as often or as intensely or um, feeling the need to binge them because I know they'll be there tomorrow. And um, so I trusted the process. I gave myself grace over time. And one of the things that really unlocked intuitive eating for me was a doctor's visit, which I for a long time really struggled with doctors because that's what it all started for with me um, and my parents concerned with um, food for me and taking us to the kids Weight Watchers was some blood uh, work that came back that wasn't ideal, right? And so I associate doctors with that. And really that's not fair because doctors are just trying to make me healthy and I just need to find the right avenues to get there and to experience that. And so I... Uh, fast forward and I have a, a doctor's appointment where my blood work comes back and it's again not great there was a few things that were just moderate and my doctor actually didn't even say anything about it I was like okay it's not in terrible range you're good and I felt this conviction the Lord saying Michaela I'm calling you to a big season in your life where I want you to be healthy and I want you to take ownership of your health and I want you to figure out how do you get these levels um where they need to be. And I know my own internal motivation. I am so much better when it's my decision, right? So doctor not telling me I needed to improve it was actually a great thing because then I got to take ownership and say, I want to improve this before somebody else tells me to. And so I started um, a holistic health journey through um, just this incredible woman that the Lord placed placed in my life through a small group. I'm just so in awe of the way that the Lord works and the people that he puts in our lives at just the right time. And um, her name is Stephanie and she uh, has a company called Real and Raw. And the way that she helped me understand my body was so powerful. Um, We really focused on different measurements that go beyond even the blood work to look at my gut health, my hormone health, and my mineral health. And her program, um, Real and Rod, helped me understand uh, the importance of really checking in with my body and giving it whole healthy foods. And so when I started to um, give myself (laughs) – food that was really going to nourish me, I started to feel so different. And so it was like the second step of unlocking this intuitive eating was paying attention to how I felt after eating these whole healthy foods. And so she helped me, she went grocery shopping with me, showed me how to read a label, um, and not in a way that I was ever going to restrict, but just that I was going to educate myself on what's going into my body and then assessing how did I feel after after I ate that. And so, wow, it was just really, really powerful. And I'm still in this journey walking through and and trying to improve my results. But what I can tell you is by really um, honoring my body, listening to what makes me feel good or what makes me feel kind of yucky, I've been able to unlock such levels of just feeling energized and nourished and honoring my body. Because at the end of the day, That's what this is about, sis. It's about remembering that your body is a temple and that the Lord has you on this earth for a purpose and for a reason. And if you're not 
feeling your best, if you're not treating your body well, you're not going to be on this earth as long and you're not going to be showing up in places and spaces energized in the way that the Lord wants you to be present and there and feeling good. And so I had to just shift my mindset of this isn't about appearance. I'm not trying to lose weight. I have people tell me, oh, you look great, like fishing for like, did I lose weight? And it's like, well, thank you. I feel great. And that's why I'm doing this. I don't look at a number on a scale. I don't even know how much weight I've lost if I've lost weight. I just know that I feel good. And so again, that's what this is about is remembering that my body is a temple. And I want to take us back to scripture. First Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself for God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. And what, what a reminder, right? That the Lord sent his son as a living sacrifice for me so that I can have eternal life. This, this body that I have is only temporary. And I am on this earth to help bring people to him, right? To, to grow his, his kingdom and glorify him. And so I want to encourage you when you're thinking about how to change your eating and hopefully considering intuitive eating, remember the purpose so that you can ultimately show up places and glorify the Lord and how you love him and how you love others. I hope that this um, resonates with you if this is a new uh, concept for you. I hope that you dive into these resources that I'm going to link on the podcast. And I hope that you reach out. Give me um, any questions you may have or tell me about how this has encouraged you and your eating journey, whatever it is. Again, I'm not an expert. I just am speaking from experience and from the healing and freedom that the Lord has helped me walk through. Thank you for tuning in, sis, and I pray that this podcast encourages you. Thank you for joining us on this episode of As Is, Sis. We really hope you found some inspiration through our meaningful talks and honest words of wisdom, joy, hope, and reality. It's okay to subscribe because you are welcome here in our sisterhood, where we embrace the real and perfect you, period. And for more information, head over to as-is-sis.com and find your beauty beyond your skin because that's how our Lord and Creator meant us to be. We'll be here next time.